Warning, this podcast contains adult content, including frank discussions of sex and lots and lots of swear words. Enjoy! The first taste of her was like a mouthful of clean ocean air. Sinclair dove down for more. Deeper inside, Hunter was more substantial, like the flesh of a mango she'd eaten yesterday, wet and ripe. Juice dripped down her chin. Sinclair's tongue slid faster over the slick flesh as dark thighs widened and Hunter's hand cupped the back of her head. Oh, hey, Claire. A yes? Listen, okay, that was plenty steamy. Plenty steamy. But we have to do our podcast right now. <gasps> podcast? Yes. In the in these end of days, we're still in, doing a podcast? Yes, of course. If for nothing else, to keep the three of us from going insane. <laughs> <sighs> Hi, I'm Neil. And I'm Claire. And this is FMK Lit. Where we read two romance novels. A straight one and a queer one. And then we play Fuck, Marry, Kill with the characters. We do. Lots of spoilers. All the spoilers. Nothing but spoilers. If you've come here for reviews, we appreciate it. That's very exciting. Look, you clicked on some links and got here and you've opened your ears to us, but we're going to spoil the shit out of these books. We're going to spoil everything. If you like spoilers, obviously keep listening. If not, go read the book and then come back. Indubitably. Right. Uh, Speaking of these books... What did we read this time, Claire? What did we read this time indeed? Well, I picked the books. You did. And uh, this time we read I Dare You, Moments in Maplesville, book four, (laughs) by uh, Ferreira Rochon. And... Uh, Bliss by Fiona Zeed. Great. And I probably pronounced his names wrong, so I apologize. But What was the yes. theme? The, the theme was Beaches. Beaches. Not the Bette Midler movie? Not the Bette Midler movie. Oh, all right. But beach reads. Like, beach. I wanted, like, these are beach reads that take place on beaches. Mm-hmm. There are bikinis on both covers. Yep. It's yeah. a summer summer book. Yay, you can't go outside, so these ladies did it for you. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, but before we get into it, Claire, what's got you hot and bothered? Me? What's got me hot and bothered? Um, yes. Well, today is a huge day. We, mm-hmm. um, uh, If you're on Twitter, you know all about it. Um, Disney World has opened. <laughs> oh. <laughs> has opened and one of the videos I saw was from a journalist who was just going to go to see what it was like on the inside but in fact was in a line of people trying to get into the park for over two hours and this was not a social distance line it wasn't like they were six feet apart from each other Um, everybody did have masks as far as she could see but um, yeah it was a line uh, I, I don't know if you're familiar with how hot it is in Florida right now, but it is very hot. And there's no shade out there. So even I think under normal conditions, this is actually a health hazard and a horrific thing to put people through. Um, but also the, the Rona. The Rona is a featured guest in Florida these days. And Disney World is just like, come on down. 
share your breath with each other. Uh, The sun will kill it. Maybe. uh, (laughs) At least a couple times a year. More than that during an election year. I just have to say, Florida, get your shit together. Like, come on. I did see a headline somewhere that was like, we are ragging on Florida an awful lot. But I mean, California isn't doing great right now either. And I want to say, no, but we also are not. San Francisco is actually doing pretty okay. (laughs) Yes. We've we've been sheltering in place for months. We all Mm -hmm. have to wear masks. We're not going and getting our hair cut as much as I want to get my hair cut right now. I, I, we talked about this in the last episode, didn't we? I want to get a fucking haircut, but more than that, I don't want people to get sick. So I'm sitting here with my Muppet-ass hair <laughs> saying, get your shit together, Florida. Uh... I look like an old mop. And I'm not the one who doesn't have their shit together. <laughs> this is unacceptable, Florida. Unacceptable. Um, so that's got me bothered, and the people in Florida are, are literally hot. boiling in the <laughs> oh, sun. <laughs> God. Um, so um, I hope everybody in Florida is having a good time. I hope you enjoy your Disney World adventure. I hope it was worth it. Um it is, uh, I think, still, like, minimum $200 to just get into Disney World, much mm-hmm. less do the things. Mm-hmm. So, um, money well spent. Money well spent. Congratulations, sure, sure, sure. everybody. I hope uh, I hope it was worth it instead of just waiting a year. Yeah. So. Uh, cool. Anyway, this is, uh, this is a non-political opinion that uh, is probably one of the most political things I've said on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, science is real. I know we try not to get political, but science is real. Ugh, shit. Anyway, Neil, Neil, what has got you hot and bothered? So, uh, as of this recording, it was my birthday this week. Uh Uh-huh. And... People are like, oh my god, did you do anything for your birthday? Of course I didn't fucking do anything for my birthday. Well, okay, so Claire invited me over. She opened her garage, and she set out a blanket with cushions and had ordered a lunch so that she and her husband and I could sit at social distance apart and enjoy lunch together outside in the open air where there was a breeze. And it was very nice. It was very wonderful. Um... And I've told people, and everyone's like, oh my god, that's so cute. Which it was. <laughs> and then, like, you know, I was here with my roommates, and we ordered in food, and we watched Mulan. I bought a lemon tart. We drank champagne. Like, it was nice. It was, like, a nice evening. A nice day, I suppose. For it being a non-milestone birthday on a Tuesday during a quarantine. Like, it was as nice as one can expect. But then Facebook is like, oh, hey, remember last year, this time of year, you were in Denmark. Just, like, living it up? I'm like, shut the fuck up, Facebook. I know. (laughs) I know. So I've decided, anyone this year whose birthday has been affected by COVID, everyone can opt out of aging this year. Yes. Yeah. So 
If if you're hitting a milestone this year and you want it to count, great, it counts. Wonderful. If you don't want it to count, it doesn't count. You're the same age next year. And then we'll yeah. we'll add the plus one next year. So this year oh, yeah. pause on birthdays. Pause on birthdays. Yeah. Nobody nobody's aging. It's great. So that's that's me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It was a good time. I had a I had a lovely lunch with you. Yes, it was like it was a it was a perfectly lovely day, um, but I just and I know this is like so like bougie and first world of me. It's just like oh, but I could have been in Europe, <laughs> which I mean like it's not so much that, but like I like I'd love to just be able to like go to a bar with five friends and hang out, and we can't do that. For good I would reason. love to just go to a bar and just go to a bar. Like, I don't right. even need to, like, I just want a beer and, like, a shot of whiskey and yes. a, a nice book and lovely music and a handsome bartender. Mm-hmm, I just mm-hmm. want these things. Right? I just want to go to our local watering hole, get a pint of cider, a shot of Jameson, some free popcorn, and to have the windows open so we can get That's all I want. Oh, God, and I know why so we aren't. I'm. I'm perfectly fine with the fact that we aren't and whenever people are like oh my god we just need to open california i'm like no shut the fuck up so i'm not complaining i'm just saying like you're everyone mourning. else you're mourning i'm mourning i i wish things were different than they are now right um with that note should we talk about our books let's talk about beaches we can't go to Let's talk about them beaches. I Dare You, Moments in Maplesville, Book 4, by Farah Roshan. As a wild child, Stephanie Sutherland Thomas never backed down from a dare, but the responsible low-key role she had grown into as a widowed single mother and army nurse has her feelings stuck in a rut. When her best friend challenges her to do something daring while on vacation, Stephanie picks up the gauntlet, her mission, to have a one-night stand with a random island hottie. But Steph gets the shock of her life when she discovers her casual hookup isn't some random stranger. He's her brother's boss. Dustin Hawk Patrick knows a thing or two about taking risks. The ex-Navy pilot gambled by striking out on his own and now owns one of the fastest-growing helicopter shuttle services in the Gulf South. But now everyone wants a piece of his business. Desperate for a reprieve from the pressures of work, Dustin uses his best friend's wedding in Turk's Cacao as an opportunity to engage in a stress-free fling until he discovers his hot island angel is his best friend's sister. In other words, off limits. But after just one taste of Stephanie's passionate kiss, Dustin knows he can never let her go. When it comes to love, will Dustin and Stephanie dare to let their desires take control? So, mm-hmm. that is what the book says it is. Mm-hmm. Neil, what is that book about? This is one of those situations where, like, seeing a quotes helps. His name is Dustin and his nickname is Hawk. So, but when you read it out loud, it sounds like his name is Dustin Hawk. <laughs> Hello, I'm Dustin Hawk. <laughs> okay. So, the premise of this book. Stephanie is in Turks and Caicos for her brother's wedding. Mm-hmm. And 
her friend has dared her to just like hook up with some guy because Stephanie is a widow and she's ready to start, if not start like seriously date again, she's ready to get laid one and then maybe yes. like start to casually date. She's, like she's ready to sort of like dip her toe in and she's going pussy first, which get a girl, get it. Yeah, Absolutely. So this is part two. She tries to. She decides to hit on the bartender. He is not having it, and then she feels. I love that part so much. She's instantly mortified, and then he calls her "ma'am," and she twinges inside. (laughs) So good. So then this very attractive man sits down next to her, and they get to chatting, and then um, they they decide to go back to his room. And I did appreciate the conversation that they had. It was definitely like, oh, hey, I'm just sort of feeling you out to make sure I feel safe before, yeah, we're definitely going to fuck kind of conversation, Um, Mm -hmm. which was nice. And it was like, he was kind of uh, flirting aggressively and not that like the way he was flirting was aggressive, but the right at which he was flirting was aggressive. Like, there was a lot of flirting right at once. It was, yeah, it was just flirting. Like, they did have regular conversation, but that was in, like, this, the, the narrative part that we don't actually hear. It mm-hmm. was just like, oh, and then we lost track of time because we were just having a pleasant conversation. So everything we heard out of his mouth was, like, the subtext was, I want to fuck you. I want to fuck you. I want to fuck you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then they go back to his room and they start making out a little bit. And then I think before clothes even start to come off, Stephanie's like, I'm sorry, I can't. I can't. I thought I was ready. I'm not ready. I'm so sorry. And he's like, yeah, no, it's fine. And she's like, I'm really, really sorry. And he's like, no, it's fine. It's perfectly all right. It was really nice talking to you. Have a good life. Yeah, he doesn't do anything to make her feel guilty about it. Because he knows that actually she's his best friend's sister. And I I have to say, I call bullshit. I call bullshit that they would not even recognize each other. No, because she'd never met him. I don't care. I don't care. Like, <laughs> social media? Like, A, okay, A, they he lives in New Orleans and she lives just outside of... And then it's like, oh, did her and her, or did her brother and his best friend, like, never go on a trip together and post pictures on social media? Like, did he, did neither one of them to go to visit the other? Like, like, I know what your siblings look like. I've only met one of them. I know what they both look like. I'm sure you know (laughs) what your siblings' friends look like because you've seen pictures or you've met them. I call bullshit that this woman who's twins with this guy doesn't know her twin brother's best friend or even knows what he looks like. Yeah. I call bullshit. It was a little bit of a stretch for me. Um, Like, and and then when they were like introduced, introduced and she was like, Oh, I know all about you now. And like, Oh, you're Hawk. Cause he did introduce himself as Dustin. Yeah. Um, And didn't say last name. So like, uh, like I was willing to go along with it because 
Um, here's the thing. So most of the time when your sibling gets married and your soup's happy for them, you do all the wedding shit. There is mm -hmm. at no point are like, so even if you arrive late, oh no, you're on the boat because it right. is important that you're there or like you don't, it's not, you don't treat it as a vacation mm -hmm. and like there is no moment in the whole wedding service that you're not a part of it. Like in the wedding when you're the sibling is very busy mm -hmm. and you are very emotionally invested in that wedding so like that she was that this was the most casual my twin is getting married wedding ever she was just like yeah so i'm just hanging out at the bar i'm hoping to get late tonight um oh and now it's my brother's wedding and now it's not and now let's continue just talking <laughs> right because she's a bridesmaid right yeah yeah she was and he's the best man yes there are email chains. There, there are, are email, email chains. chains. This is why I call bullshit. I did Especially appreciate. Especially when it's a destination wedding. Like, right? Destination weddings require so much fucking planning. So much planning. And like it was right? obvious that this was a destination wedding too. It wasn't even just like a couple of friends and family that we could afford to bring over. It was every motherfucker that guy had ever met. Yeah. And Turks and Caicos is like... It's out there. Like, you have to go away. No matter where you are, you have to go a ways to get there. So, especially because, so, um, I did look into it. Stefan and his wife, now wife Callie, they were the first book. And yes. then Callie's two friends were the second and third book. And now Stefan's sister, Stephanie, is the fourth book. And the relationship between Stephanie and Callie, her new sister-in-law was so lovely, so beautiful. They were obviously very close. So it's just like, they all would have been involved in this whole thing. She would know who this guy is. Right. Okay. Anyway. And then, they have the wedding, and then they leave Turks and Caicos. And then they're not on the beach anymore for the rest of the book. They're not on the beach anymore! I was so disappointed! I was, I was like... Also, she was never on the beach. Like, they didn't, like, she didn't swim on the beach at all. She, like, I was like... I got the impression that the bar was on the beach. I got the impression the bar was on the beach-ish, but it mm -hmm. didn't count for me. Like, sure. she's she's on the cover taking off her top. Like, I'm being chill. Mm -hmm. But in fact, even though she does do skinny dipping later, that doesn't happen on a beach. Right. So, I mean... We were we were cheated on the beach. We were beach cheated, if you will. But a lot of stuff happens around pools, so there are still bikinis. So yes, it does whatever. still feel like a summer book. Like yeah, it, it still takes place over the summer. It definitely was still a summer book, but you'd yes. think it would be on the beach. Anyway, Not on the beach. I was so, so disappointed when we were next in his office after the beach. I know, like, right? No, why are we doing business? Ugh. Also. Okay, I I I like a rich man um, a rich man trope as much Ugh. as anybody. But I'll tell you what, this is the most boring rich man trope. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, I I need to talk about this too. Okay, so they both they he realizes before she does who she is like while they're hooking up she doesn't realize it until they get introduced like the day of the wedding kind of thing and she was right to be angry at him i appreciated the yeah. hell out of the fact that mm -hmm, he's like mm -hmm, i mm -hmm. i bet you're angry she's like you don't even know how angry i am i do mm -hmm. not want to talk to you mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because and like her especially and she makes this comment like nobody sees her as being single everyone sees her as being a widow 
And she's like, mm-hmm. both those things are true. And like, we get the sense that she's, she and her friend who loves to dare her to things is ready to, to get out there and to like, kind of have this weird betrayal right off the bat. I can under, obviously it's understandable why she's angry. So they all go back to, to Louisiana, like New Orleans and just outside. And her son is with her deceased husband's parents um, for the next couple of weeks in Florida. So the rest of the book takes place over the next couple of weeks where she and Dustin end up hanging out. And for her, it's always like, oh, well, when my son comes back, we can't talk anymore when my son comes back, et cetera, et cetera. So that's what the book is. So this book is about this woman, Stephanie, who is a widow, a single mother. Um, there's a moment when we see her, she's a nurse, she's an ER nurse, mm-hmm. right? So there's a moment where we see her leaving work and it's like after she'd been chatting with Dustin or like just before the date or whatever, and she's smiling and she realizes that people are looking at her and she's like, oh, that's right. Like, I don't smile. I don't smile. And it's just like, oh my God, this woman has, and we find out later, it's because she's like really repressing this aspect of herself. And she's like trying to figure it out. She's she's finished mourning her husband and she realizes that her life isn't what she wants it to be. And she's ready to like make that change to to get what she wants out of life, to make herself happier while, of course, still caring about her son and making sure that he's happy and taken care of and all of that. And that's her journey. And I'm just like, yes, girl, get it. Single mother, nurse, you are the strongest person alive. Like, make it happen. I want these things for you. His struggle. (laughs) (sighs) He He has a genius IQ. He is a millionaire because of this company that he owns, and this other company wants to buy it for $80 million, and he can't decide whether or not to sell it because he is a, he's a Navy vet. Is he Navy or Army? Navy. He, he's Navy. Is, yeah, she's he's Navy. Army. She's Army. And then the brother, Stefan, is also Navy. So he... Which was one of my favorite jokes in the book, by the way, and mm-hmm. all of the Army people who listen to this will appreciate it. He says he's a genius, and then she's like, but you were in the Navy? Not a very genius move. That cracked my <laughs> shit up. <laughs> so his whole thing is, like, he he only hires pilots who are vets because he's like, you know, society doesn't, provide for vets so Mm -hmm. i want to help do that and then he has a like he makes sure that they have access to really good health care mental health all that good stuff and he's like if i sell to this company i don't know if they're gonna still do that but like that's a lot of money but i'm already a genius millionaire my life is so hard the resolution is he decides to hire an hr person yeah because he's also like oh my god like i'm not even flying anymore i'm just running the whole company i'm like bitch if you're such a genius hire an operations person (laughs) it's not hard (laughs) Uh, so the whole time and like throughout the whole book he was very supportive of stephanie for the most part and I'm like, I appreciate that. But also like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, you're already a millionaire and you can't decide if you want to become even more of a millionaire. I feel so bad for you. Shut the fuck up with your rich people problems. I don't give a fuck. 
Just hire an operations person, you genius. Fucking hell. And and he did, because that's it. Your reaction is exactly his best friend's reaction. Yes. His best friend was like, um, I'm sorry, this is the problem you're worried about? Um, you have to make my sister happy, and I'm looking forward to that. And this is the problem you're worried about? I don't... Right? Man, if you want to keep your company, hire someone to run it. If you don't sell it, this isn't a big deal. <laughs> I know. He also, he was like, oh, hey, if you are going to sell it, make me partner first and then sell it. I know, I thought it was great. It was like, correct, correct. I want to read the first book because Stefan seems like a cool guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stefan is on it. (laughs) Anyway, so that's that. And then there's this whole thing about, like, as much as I really liked Stephanie, every so often in the narrative, she'd be like, oh, well, I can't because of the incident. And yeah, and then it was it was just like the long look, the memories, the filter came in and yeah. then retracted before she could remember it. And I was like, oh, God, this had better be good. And I knew it wasn't. I knew it wasn't. So and here's, it wasn't. It, it wasn't. But it was because look, it, it was very it, serious. It very seriously affected someone else. Mm-hmm. So, OK, so. Apparently, she used to be a real wild child, except she's like, oh, I don't drink. I'm like, why? Why not have this character drink? Well, okay. See, here's the thing. So I get the feeling like um, this character, they wanted, the writer wanted her to be pretty angelic, like needed her to be as likable as fucking possible. So like all, all, all the things like she loved her husband very much, but she's even now not cheating on him because they had stopped loving each other in that way Oh God! before yeah. he died. So like, and not only that, but like she is a nurse and she works very hard at that. And she was very proud of her military career, but she's while being tough is afraid of bugs. So, so she still has like this vulnerability, even though like, you know, and she doesn't drink, she doesn't do drugs, she doesn't smoke. And this is very important. And she's like never had sex except probably with the guy she married. Mm -hmm. All of this is very important. So like the bad thing she did has to be bad enough that it could affect her and affect her like father's opinion of her and affect like her life later, but not be too bad. So what she was addicted to was adrenaline Mm -hmm. and she got in a car accident because she was driving too fast because she liked driving fast. She lost control of the vehicle and her friend went through the windshield and eventually lost her leg. As Dustin pointed out (laughs) when they were having this discussion, he was like, so are you two still friends? And she's like, oh yeah, she actually helped me pick out this shirt. So does she blame you? Oh no, not at all. I blame myself entirely. And so she's like, hmm, hmm. So I think you need to forgive yourself for this? And she's like, no, absolutely not. And he's like, I think, I think you're being too hard on yourself for this. And she's like, no, absolutely not. Now we cannot talk anymore. (laughs) It's just like, but I did appreciate that a week later she was like, Okay, I'm a dumbass. <laughs> right, right. It's just, like, I don't, like, I don't understand. Like, are there people in the world who's like, oh, like, even if she wasn't driving drunk 
It's just like, oh yeah, she probably had a little too many. Her judgment was a little impaired and she made a terrible mistake that she regrets. Are there people in the world who are like, oh, well, I can't relate to her now. She doesn't deserve happiness. I mean, yes. Ah, those people need to stop. (laughs) Yes. I'd like to see the skeletons in their closet. Excuse me. Agreed. Anyway. But I mean, I would also say like, um, I kind of thought like, as far as a barrier between love for mm-hmm. our two main characters, I appreciated it. Like it tied into the theme, I dare you and all mm-hmm. this, but I really thought the stronger, the stronger like problem was the one that Dustin himself brought up, which is like, I get it. You don't want to bring a new man into your child's life. Yeah. And that's like, that's a really high stakes thing. Yes. Like, uh, like his father was obviously a good person and mm-hmm. that like, she would be like obviously thinking in her head well if this is anything like dating before like i could get emotionally attached to somebody who isn't attached to me and they leave and if i bring them near my child my child will get emotionally attached to them and then they'll leave and i don't want to put my child through that but i also want to be happy and this is going to make and having sex with people is going to make me happy that's a really high stakes thing yes it reminds me of the ranch owner from crashing into Tess, mm-hmm. except the fact that he was like a garbage person, but that he like flat out was like, I am reluctant to get involved with you because you're probably leaving soon. And I don't want to like have my kid fall in love with you. And then just have that be one more woman in her life who leaves her. It's like, yes, that's right. fair. That's legit. That's And that's... also, like finding out this guy who could have been just a fun date could have been just a fun time and even an extended fun time even mm-hmm. if they dated for a year but if they broke up he would he's her he's her twin's best friend mm-hmm. he's gonna be around now and so if they broke up her son is going to continue to have a relationship with this man because he's around and there's Mm -hmm. nothing that can change that and like that would be painful too all of that seems really high stakes and all of that seems worth saying no to and like i also get like the i don't want to be an adrenaline junkie anymore except for the fact that you work in a fucking er like (laughs) of all of like the nursing you can do that's the adrenaline one. <laughs> um, and, and before that, you were in the army. And granted, your father decided you needed to do that because you needed to straighten up. But I'm going to say again, adre- adrenaline. Like, this yeah. is, you didn't run from adrenaline. You leaned into it. You just decided to not be happy anymore. <laughs> you, you decided to take what you love and made a career out of it. Yes. And so like, uh, so like that was a big, like emotional dissonance for me. I was like, but you didn't stop that. You just, you were just unhappy. (laughs) Also like for a good chunk of the book, the phrase, I dare you was like, had such sway over her because of who she quote used to be that it in a lot of ways took away her agency. It did. There's I mean, a, I th- like halfway I through it... the book, she finally says no. But for the first half of the book, she's like, I don't want to. We shouldn't do that. Like breaking into that like Civil War battleground or whatever. She's like, right. no, we shouldn't do that. And he's like, 
I dare you. And she's like, oh, well, now I have to because he said the magic words. Because that man said these magic words, so now I have to do everything he said. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? And I just, it- just kind of wish there was a little backup part in her brain that's like, I mean, of course, if I wanted to say no, I could say no. But right. I do want to do this. And like right. when he says it like that with a sparkle in his eye, it's just tapping into the part that says you want to do this. Right. And or he's like, okay, dare me to do something. So it's like a back and forth between them. Right. Anyway. um, So that's kind of. Oh, and then the whole thing like that I that I started saying the whole we're talking about like the, the car crash with a friend that it's always just like the incident. And she brings it up like eight times very specifically not telling us what happened and only a third of those times we get more information about it i felt for sure i'd skipped it on accident like i'd go back and read parts over again going wait she's talking about it as if she talked about it did she say Mm -hmm. what it was and i'm like no i guess not it always irks me like i mean like reading fantasy as much as i do it's common that an author will purposefully withhold something from you mm-hmm. but it always irks me when it's written in such a way that the author's like here's this thing i'm not telling you i'm holding it close in my hand you know it's important but i'm not telling you what it is it's right here it's right here you can't see it la 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 like that bothers me so much yeah honestly like i would have been perfectly happy if she had said something at the top I mean, she could think, she gave us so much information at times, but, like, if if in her head she'd said something like, um, you know, my best friend dared me to do this, and ever since the accident, when we were teenagers, I feel like I, can, I can't say no to her at all, and mm-hmm. I never have been able to. So she says, I dare you, and I do it. Maybe it's out of guilt, even though I know what happened isn't entirely my fault, but here we are anyway. And it'd be like, oh, great. It was an accident involving her best friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like... even just like, because the first time she's like, oh, not since the incident that happened one year ago today. And I'm like, ooh, I'm intrigued. The thing happened. And then she brings it up two more times. I'm like, yeah, I get it. I get it. And it's only like the fourth time that's like, oh, and what's the friend's name? Like Tanya. It's like, oh, and yeah. Tanya... Tanya almost died. I'm like, oh, it affected another person. I have new information. I'm interested again. And then she brings it up two more times. It's just like, oh, the incident. And it's said with like a turn of the head, just the incident. Um, so it's like, if, you, if you're going to keep mentioning something, you need to like add just like a crumb more information every time. To, otherwise, I'm just going to be like, I know this incident. Like at this point, it doesn't matter what it is because I already see how it's affecting her. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, and then so the bit about bugs. So this is she's like irrationally afraid of bugs, and Dustin's like, "Oh, I'm going to help with that because she talks about how much her son loves collecting bugs, and she feels like there's this way that she could bond with her son, but it's being impeded by this phobia." So he's right. like, "Oh, I'll help you with that," and and then he does, and that part I'm like great great yes you you are like she says this is a thing about myself that i want to change and he says great i'm going to support you and help you change that so that you can be closer to your son like that was my favorite part (laughs) that was my favorite part i i like hated that part i mean 
I don't know. Like the the her phobia for bugs was just like so strong. It was goofy at times. Well, sure, but I mean, he's a genius millionaire, so I'm not right. Nothing's real anyway. Yeah. So like, but I did like how it tied up back with her son at the end. But her son was how old? Like eight, eight. seven or eight? Yeah. Um. So her son's favorite activity is making dioramas. Mm-hmm. Intricate dioramas. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no. <laughs> um, I'd say yes and that he's probably gay <laughs> but I, I was just like uh, I don't know I don't really believe this but the thing is too even if it was his favorite thing and something he really loved why is she finishing it and working on it for him while he's away it's his it's his hobby I don't know <laughs> I don't know so like the long and short of it is that I really liked Stephanie as a character I did and then Stefan and his wife, Callie, um, they were great. And, like, Dustin was very well-meaning. He never made her feel guilty for not being ready. Um, he was a little... Uh, he was insistent but not pushy. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were times that he, like, he was like, what's going on? No, like, tell me. Tell me why you can't why we can't hang out. Tell me why this, tell me why that. And like, was very communicative and like, was like, no, we're, we're going to have a conversation about this because yep. I really like you. I get the sense you really like me. I'd like an explanation as to why. Um, but just like, so, like some of the st- genius millionaire, like fuck off. Ugh. That was that. I, Anything else for you? I I felt like that this book. There was a lot of really fun things in this book. Um, some mm-hmm. of the, like they were pretty sexy together. I thought there was a lot of sexy parts, and this was definitely like a, a lady please book, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which is I thought was also nice. I at times I just felt like everybody was too perfect. Yeah. Um, and so this book did fall into that everybody's a little too perfect problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I did think it was cute. I yeah. did think this was actually like, and it read fast in a way that was mm-hmm. kind of delightful. Yeah. Um, I think this is, we have had a few underwear sniffing moments in books that we've read, but this is the only one where it was like, this is happening now. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Cause, oh my God, that came out of nowhere. She was like, I no, know, we, I was like, whoa, <laughs> we can't, we, we can't, we can't, we can't. And then they're at the pool and then she just like strips naked and throws her underwear at him. And he's just like, all right and it's just like yeah. oh and i'm like yeah girl get it but also like where's this coming from yeah it's also she like, had had enough she was like you know what i see your big ass house i see <laughs> your very intelligent man my son is still gone for two weeks fuck it and fuck me because <laughs> yes. it was funny too because at the at the beginning when she's like oh my god the craziest thing i could do is is have sex with a stranger i'm like that's not the craziest thing you could do so she seemed very like straight laced you know coming out of the army and like going out of her way to not be this impulsive person and then she's just out of nowhere just like okay underwear off let's go let's go i'm like get it girl get it yeah, get it get so it so proud of her uh, um yeah so honestly, this like if I were at a beach reading a book, this would absolutely be an excellent book to read a beach at. Despite read the fact a beach that, at? <laughs> despite the fact that we're on a beach for all of like two seconds, two chapters, yeah. Yes, but despite that fact, this would be a good beach read. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So that was that book. 
How was that back? How was that back? Bliss by Fiona Zeed. A woman who has never been truly satisfied. It was in all caps, so. Uh, a woman who's never been truly satisfied. Dot, dot, dot. Bliss Sinclair's life of dull routine and unhappiness makes her imagination the only place she can find fulfillment until she meets Regina, a provocative writer who pulls her out of her head and into a sensuously real world alive with flavors and sensations beyond any she'd ever imagined. This real world is exciting and rich with irresistible pleasures, but Sinclair quickly learns these pleasures are not what they seem. She discovers that lust can simply be another illusion, and passion without love can poison just as easily as it redeems. To cleanse herself of Regina's poison, she escapes to Jamaica, the place where she was born, in hopes that the sun and ocean breezes will heal both old and new wounds. But among the brilliant flowers and crystal waters of the island, Sinclair finds ghosts from her past as well as strangers who challenge her very understanding of life and love. From hidden grottos bubbling with desire to dangerous streets where violence is just a breath away, Sinclair must fight for the love she deserves, fight for herself, and for the life of satisfaction that was meant to be hers all along. Double asterisk. This is a novel of erotic lesbian romance containing adult sexual situations not suitable for minors or the faint of heart. Double asterisk. So that was that book. Yes, that was Claire. that book. Yes. Claire. Oh my god. Are are there um, adult sexual situations not suitable for minors or the faint of heart? Can I just say that I don't know if epic erotica is a thing, mm-hmm. but I think it should be. And this is epic erotica. <laughs> yeah, I think this and um, the Scottish one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like... Yes, and actually, that is a really, really good... Except for, like, okay, the difference is, like, the sex in that one... Okay, no, the sex in this one did get nutty every once in a while. Okay. <laughs> the sex... The the plot in the Scottish one was a vehicle for the sex. Uh-huh. And in this one, the sex and the plot were much more closely intertwined. Yes, 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 yes. I will say... If you were one of those erotica readers who likes a little bit of plot but needs to get to the erotica, this is a paperback you should buy. That way you can flip through it and just get a little story and then lots of sex right away. Like, anywhere you flipped in this book, you will get very sexy sex. Anywhere you flip in this book, there will be feminine juices on someone's face. Feminine juices. <laughs> Every time. Like Every it's- time. It's it's great. It's great. Everyone gets off, but it like I think this is the most a Eating book out. Yes. <laughs> but also the most a book has dealt with like female sexual excretions. Yes. Yes, this And is. in a way that's it wasn't like it was sexy but it wasn't pornographic. Yes. Yeah. I will say I agree to that. Yes, absolutely. And I think like um like I I really I enjoyed a lot of the scenes. I mean, sometimes because I read this fast and late at night, um, I feel like I missed the opportunity to enjoy them as much as I think I could have. Just because I'm like, okay, yes, they're having sex again. Get back to the plot because I don't have time for this. <laughs> but 
I have a deadline, Fiona. <laughs> but um, no, honestly, like this is definitely a book. Like if if you enjoy this type of thing, like a, a lesbian erotica book, this mm-hmm. is a book to take your time with because there's lots of heavy stuff going around mm-hmm. on, including plot. And the sex is very sexy and long. You need to take your mm-hmm. time with it. Even if lesbian erotica isn't normally your thing, still read it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And we'll talk about why in a second. I'm mm. going to have to sum up a lot of things because there is a huge cast of characters. Um, There's so much. There is uh, so many things that happen. It is okay. But I'm going to start off. Um, Bliss Sinclair, who we never refer to as Bliss. The only people who refer to her as Bliss is like once in a while when they're introducing her to somebody or when it, we call her office at one point. It's like Bliss Sinclair's office. And that is it. Like, that's literally it. It does not matter that her name is Bliss. <laughs> yeah, her sassy assistant knows it and almost nobody else does. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so Bliss Sinclair works as an accountant at a um, at a publishing office, like a big, huge, like it's penguin sized like publishing firm. Like this is a big, big house. It's a random house. I have a question. Yes. Does it ever say where she lives? New York. Does it say New York? No, but I think it feels assumey. It does. I was realizing it because at the end. She was like, oh, I have to... She's in Jamaica, and she's like, oh, I have to get back to the city. It's like, no, that's not what people would say to someone when they're, like, out of the country. They'd say, I have to get back to New York or whatever. And then I did a word search. No mention of New York, Manhattan, Brooklyn, Hell's Kitchen. Like, it's not in there at all. I was like, oh, okay. I guess I did just assume New York. So for all we know. I mean, know... the other thing is, the only other city mentioned besides, I think, London mm-hmm. and Jamaica in general mm-hmm. was San Francisco. Yes. Could she have been from San Francisco? No, because I think that was somebody else. Oh, right. you know what? Though, mm-hmm. because someone was using it as an example, they're like, oh, well, it isn't like London or San Francisco. Saying it to someone who used to live in London and Bliss, who yeah. lives in America. So maybe she's in San Francisco? Maybe. It doesn't All, say. We did get, we got lots of descriptions. Like, as far as, uh, like, I guess I assumed New York just because it seemed, like, fair. Except because mm-hmm. she, she did say Subway. And uh, yes. it stank. Like, New York did not smell good this whole book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and San Francisco, while having its pungents, pungent areas, for the most part, doesn't stink. Yeah, like, I feel like New York stinks all over, no matter where you are. <laughs> all the time. Like, lots of New York really smells bad. Very specific parts of San Francisco. Yeah, and there's trash. There's literally trash everywhere. Hot Chinatown garbage, yes. They just put it on the side. (laughs) That was a revelation when I was there. I was like, romantic New York. Holy shit, there's trash everywhere. (laughs) Just bags of garbage everywhere. Yes. And New Yorkers are like, I'm having a very romantic moment next to this, like, ten piles of bags of trash. It's their thing. Anyway, <laughs> it's their thing. 
<laughs> this is the Fuck You New York podcast with Claire Rice and Neil Dickens. <laughs> you have weather and you smell. We haven't even gotten to the book. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say New York. We're just going to say New York. Because so, that makes sense. Yes. So she's in the publishing industry. She meets, like, the very first thing that happens in this book is she's getting into the elevator and a very fucking attractive woman gets in next to her and they start flirting right away. We find out that this woman is uh, one of the writers for this publishing place, like, is, like, her short stories and essays are bought by, and she's exceedingly rich. Like, this woman is, like, loaded with cash, mm -hmm. which for an essayist, I don't quite believe, but whatever. So, she's probably old money. Yes, that, I think that's why she's a, she could afford to write essays mm -hmm. as her career. Um, so, she, so... She is immediately, like, somebody who is interesting to Sinclair. Somebody, like, Sinclair is very, like, into. Sinclair is actually already with a guy. She's been with this guy for, like, two years. And he seems very great. Like, in all, like, these bland ways. Like, mm -hmm. he seems very nice and very generous. And, like, once she and Regina, who is the woman she meets in the, um, in the elevator, hook up, like, she's like, I have to break it up with this guy because I'm obviously way more into this girl than I am into him. She calls him over. She's like, I'm breaking up with you. I met this girl. He's like, in three days? She's like, yeah, yeah, I did. And I, we can't do this anymore. He's like, you'll come back. And she's like, I, mean, I don't think I will, but goodbye. I'd like to point out. Later in the mm -hmm. book, she gets really judgy about other people cheating on their significant others. Yes. I'm like, really? She does. Like, it she... was, it was, I understand why she was unhappy in the relationship. It was the right thing. Oh, because she was to... a lesbian? Yes. <laughs> it was the right thing of her to do to break up with the guy, like, right away. Yes. But at the same time, for her to be like, oh my God, so-and-so had an affair. It's like, you did too. Calm I down. Mean, I mean, yes, but I mean, I, I kind of, she did, yes, but I kind of disagree in that all of those other people were carrying on additional relationships with somebody sure. while they were having this outside relationship. And in fact, like, so, like, so, and that was like, she was like, oh, I'm interested in this other person. I have to break it off. Like, that was just like the end. Sure, so, sure. And I think she didn't like lie to her guy at all, except for when she was like, I'm obviously going to go out with this girl. Um, so I appreciate that. Like, and it, like, I'm, I'm also going to allow some hypocrisy <laughs> in a character. Um, this character is also like really complex and complicated. Uh, really? <laughs> compared to most of our characters. I felt the exact opposite. Uh, no, no, no. Here's what I'm going to say. Okay. Everything happens to her. Yes. She rarely initiates something happening, and mm -hmm. that is a very bland, non-character thing. Right. But that she herself was questioning what was going to happen and how she was going to move forward, that felt complex in some ways. Sure. The thing is, though, that, like, for me, it's like, okay, from the top of the book, she wants to fuck Regina, mm -hmm. and then Regina breaks it off in an awful way that we can talk about. And then she's like, okay, I got to get away. So I'm going to go stay with my family in Jamaica. And then she like, at some point wants to fuck Hunter. But other than that, it's like, I have no idea what she wants. Yeah. I have no idea the motivations of this character. Like she's meeting, she's going to go stay with her estranged father and her stepmother, who's younger than she is, and her new half-brother that she didn't know about. And it's like, I, I have no idea how she feels about that at all. 
Yeah, no, I And when I she's agree. at Jamaica for the first, like, couple weeks, before she starts really jonesing for Hunter, it's just like, oh, she's just there to hang out, I guess. And I don't know what she wants. Okay, you are correct. Anyway. I'm going to take back what I said. You were correct. <laughs> the, uh, like... <sighs> no, and, no, I think, like, so... So she has a sex odyssey with Regina. Mm-hmm. And... She does indeed. She has an orgy with Regina. Oh, fuck Regina, by the way. Regina is a villain. She Regina's is a horrific awful. woman who is just like, I'm going to take you to this thing. And, and Sinclair's like, oh, where? And Regina's like, I am not telling you. Don't worry about and it. And then they, they go to this warehouse and it's just full of naked ladies in various types of fantasy underwear <laughs> and and she's like all these ladies are gonna fuck you now and i'm going to watch and, and take part and enjoy and sinclair's like okay yeah i could be into this i'm not gonna say no but also i mean this was a surprise i appreciated the hell out of when regina took her to the sex the sex dinner club um <laughs> She was like, I'm not into this. <laughs> and Regina's like, what? Why not? And she's like, I'm not into this. And you should have asked me. <laughs> yeah, Regina's like, here. And Sinclair's like, I'm not into it. And then Regina responds to that by like leaning further into it. And Sinclair's like, yeah. what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm not into this. And then Regina's Ugh. like, you're such a prude. She's like, I'm obviously not a prude. I was just enjoying an orgy with you and your stranger lady friends whose names I never got. So I'm obviously not a fucking prude. <laughs> I just don't want to be at an S&M club where you also eat food. <laughs> <laughs> There is lube on my steak, and I want nothing to do with it. <laughs> I mean, it was so perfect. She's like, you know several things about me. One, I don't eat that much. I, I just don't. Our first mm-hmm. date was to a place where you took me to food I didn't like. And I didn't eat it. <laughs> this, is, this is the first time that the main character has been introduced to a new cuisine by the love interest and hasn't liked it. No, no not at all. <laughs> but also, I'm just like... No, Greek food is great. Shut up. No, Greek food is great, but it was one of my favorite things. She's like, no, eat this dolma. I've never thought dolma was sexy anyway. And she no. shoves it in Sinclair's mouth, and Sinclair's like, ugh, ugh, I guess I'll keep eating it. <laughs> and then she called the moussaka unpalatable. And I was yeah. like, ooh. I mean, like, yeah, I have to be in the mood for eggplant, but ooh. Anyway, I just thought that was so interesting. That I thought it was too. Like the very, the very first time. Also, if she lives in a big city, I don't see why she hasn't had Greek food yet. But um, this is the very first time that someone's been like, "Here, let me show you this new type of cuisine," and they didn't like orgasm over it. Yeah. Granted, Sinclair orgasms over food plenty of times in the book. Yes. But it's like homemade Jamaican food. But and this it, one time, yeah. it's just like, oh, here's moussaka. And she's like, no, gross. No. <laughs> it was amazing. I loved that scene so much. <laughs> it was so bizarre. Um, and then, like, later, she they have sex together. And, like, Regina eats food out of um, Sinclair's vagina. Like, stuffs it full of, like, pears and things and eats it out. And I was like, mm-mm, that's a, that, is a, uh, that is a yeast infection. That uh-huh. is what that is. Uh-huh. That is a yeast infection. Yeasty. No, no, no. Not Ugh. worth it. Not worth yeah. it. Anyway, so they see each other 
uh, like, and they have a, it's not a great relationship, <laughs> like, at all. Mm. Uh, Regina, it's hot and heavy, though. It's hot and heavy. Regina opens Sinclair's eyes to all, all kinds of lovely uh, lesbian sex things. But mm-hmm. in general, it's not good. They don't talk about things. And, like, uh, like Sinclair is a homebody. She doesn't actually like going out and doing things or eating food. So it's really hard for Regina to, like, connect with her. So, like, even though the way Regina broke up with her was terrible, I was like, I get it. (laughs) So, okay. Well, one, Sinclair is, like, not quite afraid, but, like, can't enjoy being outside of her house barely eats and barely sleeps i'm just like okay we need to go to therapy like there is something else going on and then also when regina was like oh hey we have to break up now because i'm seeing this other person which sinclair knew at the beginning like regina was upfront about oh i'm seeing someone else but then after a month regina's like oh yeah the rule is i can only like see someone for a month so bye and i just like what and i've i've been on the the business end of that sort of interaction and it's real shitty regina no, it's is real a shitty. bastard but she's a villain she's a villain right. and honestly if she had told sinclair this at the beginning and she's like by at the, the way beginning. this is only gonna last a month sinclair would have been like okay yes <laughs> just ha- sure tell tell other people so they can make an informed decision but see but regina never does that no, that she's is not a her thing. Bad her person. kink is telling other people things and doing it. <laughs> Despite the fact that S&M is about over-communication. Right. If absolutely nothing else, it's about communication and consent. So what I found interesting is for the first chunk of this book, I was like, oh, it's going to be like a story of, oh, kind of thing. And like Regina continually pushing Sinclair's boundaries. And then there was the breakup. And I was like, oh, oh, I, I guess they'll get back together. And then Sinclair goes off to Jamaica, and then other women show up. And I'm like, oh, we, this is this the is part. The book. This we, is the We're now in the book. Part. Right. <laughs> and it's like, this is the part that always gets sort of like glazed over in other books. Where it's like, oh, that shitty boyfriend I had. And it's just like, yeah, I guess I have to take your word for it. Whereas this time, like, one, for me, this book was a little over long. But I kind of appreciated that we saw that whole bit. It's like, oh, I'm invested in... Not that I want her to be with Regina, but I'm invested in what's going on with her and Regina. So then when the breakup happens in a super shitty way, I'm like, oh, yes, I understand why Sinclair's got to go to Jamaica to get her groove back. I get it. Well, and there was so much groove that needed to come back. So much groove. Because she couldn't eat and enjoy things. Like, she really, she was enjoying nothing. Like, nothing nothing at all. And Mm -hmm. she wasn't enjoying things. She wasn't enjoying sex. Like, even the sex with Regina, like, she enjoyed it. And she was getting off. But it was also still missing something, which Mm -hmm. was the human connection. She didn't love anybody particularly. Her best friend was her secretary. Mm -hmm. And, and like, and who was obviously not really her friend. And so, uh, like... In, uh, and she doesn't like her job. Like, she literally didn't like her job at all. And yet she works too much. And she works too much because... She... And she's utterly separated from who she is as a person right. and what her interests are. So, like, that's why... The, uh, like, the deep literature of this book, that, like, without the erotic stuff, like, that when she gets to Jamaica and she reinvests herself in, like, family, like, she gets to know her family... 
Like, she doesn't separate herself emotionally from them. She eats the food of her, like, culture because this is her family's food and, like, invests herself in it and it tastes good. She actually sleeps. Like, actually sleeps. Which got a little annoying, to tell you the truth, because she did end up sleeping a lot. But <laughs> it was like, every okay. chapter break was only waking up from sleeping. <laughs> okay. Considering the state of the world, we can't get angry at someone for sleeping too much. Fair. Fair. I apologize. I apologize. I was, I'm only angry it was written so much. But no, fair. she... No, fair, fair, fair. She sleeps again, so... And she finds, like, deep emotional connections with people. So, mm -hmm. like, yeah. And it's not just about the sex or finding love. It's about this mm -hmm. whole self. Right. Which... The thing, the thing is, though, going back to what I said earlier, is that, like, all the interactions that she has are by just by reading them they're all pleasant they're all nice and it's like but it also it kind of feels like the writer takes for granted that we're going to feel how she wants the character to feel about them yeah because it's like I saying, she makes three or four big decisions in the book besides going to jamaica mm -hmm. so like going to jamaica is a big decision and mm -hmm. she does make that decision um, the next big decision she makes, because all of like, and Hunter points this out and is like, oh, you only like get seduced. You don't seduce anybody. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, and Hunter's even like, that kind of might be a little bit of a problem for me. Cause even though I do like chasing people, I kind of need to be chased every now and again. <laughs> um, telling her dad that she's a lesbian, um, mm -hmm. after the horror of what happened in the street when they were almost, when they were almost brutally hurt in the mm -hmm. street and just barely escaped from it and then she uh, she tells her father and even though like uh uh even though she knows her father is not going to be receptive to this information she pretty she very bravely tells him and is like i'll just leave like this is a truth about me I'm a lesbian, and if you don't like it, then I will get out of this house because I can spare us both this pain because I barely know you as a human being. So it's not like I need to save this relationship. And he's like, no, 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 no. And then they have a, uh, they have the beginnings of a hard but difficult but open conversation about it. So that's one thing she does. Uh, telling so when they're attacked again, her and Hunter are having sex in the jeep out in the open or in the bush, like. Um, and they're attacked mm -hmm. um, and they have to fight back and at which point Hunter almost kills one of the guys who attacks them and she tells Hunter to stop and like that and like has to very much say like no I need you to stop because we don't want to ruin what we have we don't want to ruin what happened here tonight we don't want to ruin our lives like you have to stop and that was a big kind of brave thing and it's hard enough to do. And I thought that was kind of brilliant. And then her going to Lydia was a big thing because Lydia and Hunter used to date and Lydia had a lot of strong feelings about that and was very emotional and her trying to reconnect with Lydia, even though at this point I knew Lydia was fucking crazy, like, <laughs> like trying to fix that relationship was, I think, a choice. And then in the end, of course, choosing Hunter. Like, deciding mm -hmm. to stay in Jamaica and choosing Hunter over her old New York life was a big choice. But like you said, that's only four. <laughs> right? <laughs> like... But then also, like, so she goes back to Jamaica. She meets her new stepmother who's younger than she is. And we see mm -hmm. them become close and friendly. But, like, 
and and like there's this scene where Sinclair's like how old are you and Nikki tells her how old she is and then she's like oh she's and we know how old Sinclair is so we are able to put the dots together that Nikki is younger than Sinclair so I know how I feel about it and I know how I feel about them becoming close and the relationship that they have I have no idea how Sinclair feels about it yeah and I know how Nikki feels about it because I see her behavior but like I have the opportunity to go inside Sinclair's head and we don't. So I don't know. Does Sinclair feel weird that her stepmother is younger than she is? Does she feel betrayed that her father remarried? What does she think of this woman? And that's true of like everything of like her relationship with her father, other than her saying like, I'm a lesbian. I'll leave if you don't want me to be here. I, I don't know. Does does she want to repair that relationship with her father? Is that part of why she went to Jamaica? Does or is she just there because it's a free place to stay and she'll like kind of like make nice just to get out of town and forget about Regina? Does she want to be close to her new half brother? She finds out she has a half sister that she didn't know that she had. And when that scene happens, I was surprised. I don't know if Sinclair was. I don't know if Sinclair wants to be close to this sister. I don't know if Sinclair well, actually, values that relationship at all. Because actually, we don't hear this, Sinclair's thoughts about any of it. I think this does speak to the one thought she does have about it. Because you had mentioned this before. And why that stuck out to you so much. Like, where I said, like, it didn't feel like hypocrisy to me that she was angry at, let's say, her father for having an affair. Mm-hmm. But it's because that is the only thing she points out in her head. Not that she's surprised she has a sister, not that she's happy she has a sister and she's mm-hmm. not alone in the world or anything, but she's angry because of the of the probable like thing her father had done to her mother, which mm-hmm. was have a, have an extended affair and a, and a child outside of marriage. Mm-hmm. So like that was the one thing we got out of it. And so mm-hmm. every time that something happened, you were correct that that's what was brought up. It's like, oh my God, I can't believe she's sleeping around. Oh my God, I can't believe she's sleeping around. Oh my God, I can't believe she's sleeping around. Because that was the only emotion we really got out of it. Except Mm -hmm. for, I think I want to have sex with Hunter. Hunter's attractive, so I guess I'll do that. And when we find out that her mom used to have an affair with women, yeah, I was like, (gasps) and I thought that like, but like Sinclair was like, oh, that's surprising. I guess I have more in common with my in common with my mom than I thought but like we only get one memory of her with her mother and it's at the very end when she's about to leave like we don't see what it means to Sinclair that she finds out that her mother was also queer I mean since we never met her grandfather it started to make me wonder is her grandmother also like I mean maybe (laughs) and I started to wonder like and I was getting a little weirded out I was like as much as I love a book that's just full of lesbians don't get me wrong. I was also like, there's maybe too many lesbians in this book. Every woman we've met so far has been a lesbian, but I appreciated the hell out of the fact that Nikki wasn't. <laughs> I, was, I thought she was. I also thought she was going to turn out to be a lesbian as well. Yes. And, and then I come to find out and she's like, why doesn't my friend talk to me anymore? And she's like, um, I mean, she is still your friend. She's like, but she doesn't come around anymore. You know, she's like, I don't know. Maybe because my dad is weirded out because she used to fuck my mom. And she's like, oh, maybe that is it. Oh, that's it. That's it. Do you think she she... hasn't told me about that because I'm not one of you? And she's like, maybe. Did I not not get it? So Hunter constantly refers to it as dyke drama. Yeah. Which is great. And so Nikki essentially was like, oh, am I I not in on the drama because I'm not a lesbian? And I'm like... (laughs) 
Why have you been, like, flirting with women this whole book? But whatever. She was great. I loved Nikki. She was really sweet. She Nikki also, was like, delightful. She had her head on her shoulders in a way that Sinclair, who was older than her, definitely did not. No, she gave Sinclair all kinds of good advice all the time. All the time. And, like, like Sinclair was, like, getting out of the water, and, and Nikki yells, you're like a beached whale. Come back. And she's like, I am skinny. And 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 Nikki goes, they're skinny whales. <laughs> Get back in the water, you weirdo. <laughs> and then she does, and then she realizes, oh, I, I am for some reason pushing away fun and nice things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And there's a moment, too, where, because, like, Nikki's a bit um, reserved. She's a bit shy. It takes her a bit to open up to people. And she opens up to Sinclair much faster than she normally does with other people. And it's the point where Hunter points it out. And she's like, oh, yeah, it took Nikki, like, months before she'd have an actual conversation with me. Whereas, like, you're here two weeks and all of a sudden you're besties. And it's just like, yes, Nikki's amazing. Yeah. Also, can we talk about Hunter? I love Hunter. Hunter was great. Hunter was great. I mean, very quickly, though, I do want to, before we get into Hunter, sure. because I think we can spend the rest of the time on Hunter, because we've pretty much said what happens in this book. Yeah. There's sex all the time, by the way. There's sex all the time. So but much sex. We do need to talk about lesbian drama. Yes. <laughs> because Della Jamaica and Lydia and... was full of lesbian drama. <laughs> It was really interesting, and I'm and I'm sure this is 100% true, that there are a couple scenes where they're like, we are physically unsafe because men want to rape and kill us, and, like, Jamaica doesn't believe in gay people, and yet there's, like, a mansion full of lesbians. A mansion full of lesbians. <laughs> it's like, oh, there's the, the living room lesbians and the outside lesbians and the upstairs lesbians and these lesbians and those lesbians over there. It was so much fun. Oh my god. But no, okay, so she lands on the island. Her mm-hmm. her her strange she meets with her strange father. She meets Nikki and she meets her like half brother and she's like, Well, this is all very exciting. And then um a friend of Nikki's comes over who is Del. Or Della or Del? Della. Della. Della comes over. She's an older woman who sells pottery. I think pottery. Yes. She makes <laughs> an and older... sells pottery. Right, an older woman who makes and sells pottery, and Nikki is one of her good customers. And she brings along with her Hunter, who is fucking gorgeous. Mm. And obviously, like, badass and good at whatever she does. And, like, an Mm -hmm. artist. She's a painter. Mm -hmm. She's, like, does things. She's so fucking cool. She's a painter and a computer scientist. Yes. And, like, a a little bit of a tomboy in her appearance. Yes. And And cook's... She she does everything. Like she's amazing, but she doesn't she didn't seem perfect. No. She no. felt like an actual person. And yet she, she like knew all the interesting people. She can cook. She can paint. She has like a well paying job. Like she does all these amazing things and yet she felt like an actual person. But quick, we have to go back to Della first. Oh my god, fucking Della. Because we need, like, the family tree of her sexual activities. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay, so Della had sex with Sinclair's mom. And Uh they were, like, tight. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, super tight. And then uh, Sinclair's mother died. Mm -hmm. And 
then it was just everybody on the island, more or less, I think. I'm unsure. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and, but she definitely also had sex with uh, Lydia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lydia, Sinclair's who is half-sister. Sinclair's half-sister. Secret half-sister. Right, secret half-sister, who's only a little bit younger than Sinclair herself. Mm-hmm. And so um, they hooked up, and Lydia fell in love with Della. Mm-hmm. Like, like, Lydia's Regina. Like, sex like sex odyssey with this woman. And she was, like, drawn into it, and it was amazing. Um, but then... Uh, but Della cannot be captured. <laughs> she cannot be tamed. She's not a one-woman woman. And so she broke it off with Lydia to have sex with Hunter. Mm-hmm. Hunter, while into it, was not like in love with Della or anything. And also knew that Della couldn't be tamed, so wasn't going to try to tame her. Um, <laughs> Della felt kind of bad. Like, she's like, I've left one too many ladies. <laughs> So she's like, Hunter, I'm gonna hook you up with somebody. Meet this chick. She she won't leave me alone. I think you two will get along. And Hunter's like, she is cute. Sure, why not? Yeah, I'll date her. And so Hunter and Lydia started to date. Um, but Lydia has a lot of self-hating problems. Like <laughs> she's she's not out, but also like she's afraid, and she's also like, um, maybe not actually open in her own sexuality as to what she wants or needs. So she and Hunter didn't actually have sex much, maybe once or twice, but because she was like freaked out about the whole thing. But also because of, she said, Della. because of how much she hates Della. Right. But we find out later that Lydia was dating Hunter to get back at Della. Mm-hmm. When everyone's like, well, then why didn't you just fuck her? Yeah. Yeah, it was it was very confusing for everybody. <laughs> everyone and every single person involved. The Nobody involved. The was readers. Like, everyone was sense. just like, what is going on? Yeah. Yeah. The the house full of lesbians was like, Oh Lydia, she's got issues. <laughs> <laughs> the house of lesbians. Well, like and there was one woman who was like I'm going to say the representative of the House of Lesbians. Um, <laughs> the and... ambassador to the House of Lesbians. And she's the one who's sort no, of like... Sorry, sorry. The speaker for the House of Lesbians. <laughs> the, the speaker for the House of Lesbians. Yes. Um, it's like the she's... House of Lords, but so much better. Indeed. There's this much yelling, though. Um... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and probably as many wigs. It's hard to say. So... <laughs> so she tells Sinclair all the outside drama because mm-hmm. what is also great about Hunter is Hunter's like, that's not really my story to tell. Like Della is her own woman. I'm not going to tell you about Della's life. And Sinclair's mm-hmm. like, fair, fair. I mean, will you tell me about your interactions with her? She's like, yeah, but maybe when you and I are more serious, like <laughs> we've only just been fucking for a couple days. I'm not going to tell you everybody I've ever fucked. <laughs> Sorry. You don't think, Sinclair you don't get was, access to that information yet. <laughs> Sinclair was weirdly pressing about stuff like that. I don't know. I don't well, know. it's because 
it's because the writer wanted her to always ask questions. That goes back to your very one-dimensional character. You can always yeah. tell a one-dimensional character without a lot of self when they're the ones who always just ask questions. Mm-hmm. They, they don't like have any sort of like uh, nobody's asking a lot of questions of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and nobody does ask a lot of questions of Sinclair. Like she just comes into a room and they're like, oh, you're the American. I, now we don't have to ask Sinclair about her life. And yep. oh, like you're welcome to Jamaica. I know who you are because Jamaica's tiny and everybody mm-hmm. knows everybody. So I now also don't have to have any other conversations about that. Or if somebody asks her a question, it's about something that we, the reader, have already seen her like an interaction that we've already seen her have. Right. So it's like they're asking a question so that we all know that that person knows what's going on kind of thing. Right. But none of it drives anything. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So anyway, so Hunter's, so this all just gets back to Hunter is great, which is, uh, I think where we need to, finish like we've we've talked about the book we know what's happening like mm-hmm. Sinclair and Hunter end up together they have a lot of sex a lot of it is very great a lot of it is like a little bit too much for me at times it was like there's a lot of banter sex banter which I've said I've never really enjoyed like mm-hmm. on this podcast before because it can be so forced mm-hmm. and there was a little bit of that um but a lot of it was very sexy yeah so, um, but anyway uh, Hunter is great Hunter's great, but um, like immediately after Lydia breaks up with Hunter, Hunter turns to Sinclair and is like, so you and me now? And there's this point Sinclair's like, to Hunter, well, I guess you're going to have to tell Lydia, but Sinclair has absolutely no compunctions about fucking her half-sister's ex. And I understand, was... like... There's no, she's not like necessarily emotionally invested in her as a sister because she just met her. But it's also like, you're going to see her again. You're going to have to deal with the fallout of this situation. Even as a human being. And I will say Lydia was crazy um, and written to be so. Mm -hmm. But Lydia has a point. Yes. And this is it. Because her and uh, like Sinclair and Hunter are enjoying a very lovely discussion. And it's obviously a date. And Hunter's like, I think you and I should have sex. And Sinclair's like, I think you and I should have sex too. And then in her head, Sinclair's like, should I tell her that Lydia actually still has feelings for her? And then she goes, nope. But then the narrative decides, fuck you, and has Lydia call Sinclair. <laughs> like, but she couldn't just call her on a cell phone. She called the restaurant Sinclair was at with hunter no lydia was there right well no 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 lydia called lydia called on the phone are we thinking about different times because there was also a time that she was there on a date with um the cousin yes that's a different time okay yeah drama goodness yes so she calls her on the phone had to find her and she's like you know what you were right I obviously still have feelings for Hunter and I should tell her. And Sinclair's like, yeah, you should. And then she hangs up and she's like, but I'm going to have sex with her first. (laughs) And I was like, that's, I like a moral gray area character, but I would have liked a little bit more thought. Yeah. That's kind of (laughs) shitty. And like, and then she takes no responsibility for that later, except for once where one time she's like, fuck you. If you and I were closer, I wouldn't have had, I would not have had sex with Hunter. And then the narrative says, she and I both know that's a lie. 
And yeah. Lydia, like, and Lydia's, like, staring daggers at her, and Sinclair's like, I should leave. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go. I'm just... <laughs> yeah! So, what are we doing here? <laughs> like, in a lot of ways, Sinclair was really selfish. She really it, was. When it came to her emotional and sexual attachments and just like well what happened between Lydia and Hunter is between Lydia and Hunter it's not up to me it's like for me it's like when someone hooks up with someone that they know is cheating on their significant other and they're like well I'm not cheating on anyone it's not my business if they're cheating I'm like no fuck you fuck you you yeah you are participating in somebody cheating on their significant other, whether it's you doing the cheating or not. If you know and go forward with it, you are taking responsibility for it. You are culpable. Fuck off. And to uh, me, I'm also, Sinclair... no, going to say like what your point goes back to kind of the other parts in Sinclair's life. So she doesn't like leaving the house. That's fine. And she's mm-hmm. open about it and that's fine. But honestly, she doesn't want to do anything with other people. No. Until she gets to Jamaica. Like, her perfectly lovely boyfriend is like, I just want to go upstate for the weekend. And she's like, nah. Nah. I would never want to do that. And she, and he's like, but I want to do that. Do, do you understand that we're two people in this relationship? I want to do a thing. And I want you to come with me because we're in a relationship. And she's like, nah. <laughs> and like, all the time, she's like, oh, he's making me go out to dinner with him. Yeah, your boyfriend wants to spend time with you, yeah. and you don't cook. You're gonna go out to eat. You yeah. might as well go out with him, yeah. or I guess you actually don't like him, so you should just break up. Yeah, there's there's a bit at the beginning where she's doing like mental calculations of like, okay, well, if I hang out with him on Friday, then I can cancel on Saturday, and then probably cancel Sunday, but then I'll have to go out with him on Tuesday. Just like, bitch, what are you doing? Just what you you are obviously depressed and like have a lot of stuff you got to work out. Just like, and that's the thing. Like, on paper, this this woman who's in a big city, going back and sort of like getting back to her roots, becoming reacquainted with her estranged family and the home that she hasn't been back to in twenty years or whatever, is is great it's a fantastic story but it's just like i get no sense of sinclair as a person other than she just like does whatever she wants and fuck the consequences yeah but then also like i don't know what she wants until after she has it and it's like oh i guess she wanted that thing because that's what she did yeah look because also like the the descriptions, like the the imagery in this book, the 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 surroundings, the food, the people, like it was all so very lush. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh my god, I want to like almost every single moment of this book. I just want to be inside it because it just it's like everything smells amazing, everything tastes amazing, everything looks amazing, everything sounds amazing. To the point that it, in a way, because Sinclair is, like, for me, like, kind of one-dimensional a character, to me this book felt like a series of really beautiful tableaus. Yeah. Or, like, I don't know, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking through a peephole at, like, all these people's lives. I don't know. 
No, I mean, I thought that way about like the dates that she and Hunter went on. Like, mm -hmm. they were lovely. Like, they were all lovely. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there was a little bit of, I'm just going to say lesbian drama in it, mm -hmm. but they were just lovely. They were just mm -hmm. really nice. And it was just like, oh, aren't we enjoying this nice horseback ride? Isn't this pleasant? Can we chat really quickly about the sassy waitress that they had the first time they went to her cousin's restaurant? Yes, yes, yes. Oh my god, she was, I mean, like, I don't think we even got her name. If we did, I don't remember it. But she showed up and was just like, hey, I'm sassy. Are y'all going <laughs> fuck? That's great, that's great. Do it, do it, girl, do it, girl. Oh, I'm, I'm a flirt with Hunter, don't worry about it. It's not a big deal, it's not a big deal. Don't worry about it, don't worry about it. Hey, Hunter, how you is? Okay, here's your food, great. Oh, look at my ass as I walk away, because I'm sexy. <laughs> I loved her. I loved her. And the same with, so one of the dates is uh, Hunter's like, oh, hey, Sinclair, I'm going to take you to this barbecue. Not telling her that it's like a family reunion. Right. <laughs> oh. so, so Sinclair shows up and it's just like, uh, and Hunter's like, don't worry about it. But first, I got to introduce you to Aunt Eunice because it seemed like oh, she was. Oh, Aunt Eunice nature. was great. Aunt Eunice? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> she was the best. She's like, oh, hey, are you the girlfriend? A oh, Hunter never tells us about her girlfriends. Come up, come, come sit next to me. Let's talk a little bit. And then my favorite part is like when people were talking about things that she didn't agree with or didn't want to talk to, she just sort of like, pretend to be asleep <laughs> like they were sitting out on lawn chairs and she's like the the one cousin who apparently is just like a con woman was like talking about how hard it is for her to find money and the aunt was just like i don't want to put up with this so she just like pretended to be asleep until that conversation was over and then she woke back up all of a sudden it was just like okay let's talk about this now just like yes i, I genuinely feel that the book we should be reading is old people being sassy. <laughs> yes. That's all I want. Oh my god, the couple, the older couple that had the horses where one of them yes. was was uh one of them was Jamaican but she met her wife in London and the other one was British and was a dancer but now writes lesbian romance novels. I want to read their book. Yes. Also, let me just say it was that moment where I'm like we're not leaving this island. Like, Sinclair's yeah. not leaving. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the moment I read those ladies, I'm like, mm-mm, we're staying. We're staying we're here, here forever. We're here forever. Yeah. Huh. Um, I think that we should wrap that up and say, that yeah, was I that book. That was that book. That was that book. Let's fuck Mary Kill, shall we? Let's fuck Mary Kill. Are you ready? Am I ready? Are you ready? Am I ready? Let's play Fuck Mary. Fuck Mary. Fuck Mary. Fuck Mary. Fuck Mary. Kill. Ready? Let's play Fuck Mary. Kill. 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 Are you ready? Fuck Mary. Kill. I hope that our listeners. Imagined us doing certain dance moves while we made those grunting noises. Yes. That's what I want for them. Uh, do you want to go first or should I? You go first. You go first. Okay. Claire, mm -hmm. um, do you want the real one or the funny one? Ooh, uh, let's do the real one. Okay. I might throw the funny one in also just because. Okay, Claire. Fuck, Mary kill. And this is cheating because it's all from the same book. Regina. Lydia. Or Della. 
Regina, Lydia, or Della? Yeah. Regina, Lydia, or Della? Okay. I am going to marry Della. Okay. Because um, even though I think she she is probably selfish, mm-hmm. <laughs> she's also older. I think she could teach me a lot. I think she's an artist. She seems like fun. She lives in Jamaica. I mean, honestly, she seems like she could be great. So mm-hmm. Della all the way. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to fuck Regina, mm-hmm. even though I feel like she's bad and a bad person. There's also <laughs> no time limit on it. She doesn't want to get married. She's got other shit going on. <laughs> You're going to have a month of really great sex. And I know that up front. <laughs> but you don't. No. Because she doesn't communicate that. I only know that because of the book. But, right. again, we're going to go on our lesbian odyssey, and it's going to be fun. Yeah. And then it'll be over right around the time my yeast infection kicks in. So. <laughs> From all the pears. <laughs> Um, and i'm gonna kill lydia Uh um, but only because i feel like she doesn't know who she is i can't marry somebody who's just like that unsure that like you know that just like in general freaked out about her own person not about the actual dangers that are on jamaica that is worth being afraid about yes but about who she is as a person and blaming it on everybody else at all times <laughs> and like her general sort of angst and anger. No, thank you. I'm yeah, good. Yeah. I'm going to agree. I'm also going to marry Della. I didn't like Della also didn't seem to take any responsibility for the sexual choices that she made, which I'm just like, Ugh, really? But also like her ceramics sounded great. She's, I, I did appreciate how motherly she was towards Hunter about like, oh, I'm going to set you up with a nice girl. So I'm just like, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, I'm also going to fuck Regina because, woo, woo. I mean, uh, yeah. For the and, one night I want someone to tell me everything. Yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> and like, I would be interested in going to that like sex club slash bar slash restaurant. It was sex dinner theater. Space. It was sex yes. dinner theater. Yes. I'd definitely go as long as I wasn't forced to participate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm also going to kill Lydia. Poor thing. I know. I know. Like, I she feel bad. a lot of therapy. She needs a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then anyone who dates someone specifically to get back at someone else is not a great person. No. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Should I do my funny one really fast? Yes, please. Okay, Claire. Fuck, Mary kill. Mm-hmm. Caribbean food, Cajun food, or Mediterranean food? Oh, hmm. How dare you? think i could i don't think i could pick one they're all so different and so delicious <laughs> like, i um okay okay if i had to i have to i have to i have to i am going okay i'm gonna kill uh i'm gonna marry mediterranean because mm-hmm. i love it 
and I will stuff it in my mouth all the time. I mm-hmm. love all the things. <laughs> I am going to... I'm going to marry that one. I'm going to fuck Caribbean food. <laughs> and I'm going to kill Cajun food. And, uh, and I... I it's, I've been forced to make this opinion. Sure, so sure, this sure. is where I am. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> what yeah, about yeah. you? I'd do the same. I'd marry Mediterranean food. I'd fuck Caribbean food. All the food in Jamaica in Bliss sounded so good. Ugh. And I would kill Cajun food if only because I'm not a fan of blackened things, like blackened chicken. Oh, I I'm love blackened. Fan. But I would kill Cajun food by eating it. By... I'd use my mouth and my digestive system to kill it. (laughs) Well, that's one way to cheat. (laughs) Yes. You've met me. (sighs) All right. Okay. Your turn. Okay. Okay. Um, Fuck, Mary kill. Mm hmm. Um, Fuck Mary Kill. Um, Sinclair's very nice, but a little bit bland, and we didn't see him much boyfriend. Okay. Zeph? No. No, it started Zeph. with a Y. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm a horrific person. He, he just wasn't brought up much. I'll 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 find it. Anyway, uh, her boyfriend, who uh-huh. is, you know, there or whatever. Um, <laughs> uh. Stephanie's twin brother, Steph. Uh-huh. Or Hawk. Okay. Hawk, Steph, or... Ewan. Ewan. Yeah. Ewan. Okay, I'm going to kill Ewan just because who the fuck is he? But he was very nice. He was He was <laughs> nice, but he also did seem very bland. Yeah. Yes, um, no, that's true. Uh, I think I'm going to... Marry Stefan because he he seemed great. Like he was a really he was a really swell guy. I mean, he was a little dude-y, like a little bro-y, but you know, whatever. Um, and then I'll fuck Hawk. I'm 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 not gonna marry him because if someone comes up to me and says I'm a genius millionaire, but I don't know how operating a business works, despite the fact that I own one and it's wildly successful, and instead of selling it, I could just hire people to run my business. I don't know what this means. No. no. <laughs> also, like he didn't have he had no no flaws. He he no was flaws. a flawless person. And he, as goofy as it was, Stephanie was still afraid of bugs. Like, that was something that she had to struggle against. I wanted to bring up something. Do you remember the sandwich? The uh, the peanut butter banana fried it was a sandwich. F- fried peanut butter banana sandwich, yes. Did he ever actually eat that? I think he did. I feel like he didn't. I feel like he said he would, and I feel like he said, like, I'm going to make it, but then they talked about the diorama and then got in his helicopter and went to the battlefield. <laughs> I'm, I'm fairly certain that they went after he ate it, and it, it was like a sentence. It was like, oh, after they finished eating, blah, blah, blah. That's not... No, I, that is not a... She, she ate bugs for that man. He should eat <laughs> her, and have a description of 
his of the pe- fried peanut butter and banana sandwich. Which like, sounds so fucking good. It is so tasty. I've I have never made it. It is I've never, very good. I've never had one fried, but I love peanut butter banana sandwiches. It is very good. Oh. Um, and also, honestly, uh, Elvis put bacon in it as well, and it mm-hmm. is just as fucking good like yes 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 um do you remember uh oh shit what was it called sparkies yes they used to have a milkshake called the king and it was chocolate peanut butter and banana it was so good um but very quickly um i agree with you on all of your choices for fucking and marrying killing Mm -hmm. that is all correct great uh and the books um uh i'm okay i'm gonna say i'm gonna fuck both of them okay because one i did think they were actually both what i intended them to be which is beach reads Mm -hmm. um two even like like even with the problems of main character for um bliss i really thought there was a lot of fun sexy scenes in it that were sexy so like if that's what you're going for in an erotic lesbian novel this is it and they had sex in a jeep and then had a picnic in a secluded grove with a hot spring yeah fuck yeah it was great you want and then if, like, you want something with more plot, like, I really wish that we've gone more in-depth into Bliss's character, but I really mm-hmm. think that bo- this book could have made it that way, too. Like, it could have almost ascended to much higher literature if we just had more, like, idea of what was going on in mm-hmm. Bliss's head. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and you? Yeah, um, I'd fuck them both. Um, I, I really enjoyed I Dare You, except Dustin was just like, why are you here? Like, what's the point yeah. of you? Other than to, like be a bag of money with a dick i guess um and then yeah there was a there was a point when bliss first got to jamaica because we like didn't quite know what she wanted i was like oh is this actually a like discover yourself novel and claire's been duped again that it's not a romance novel and it's like a discover yourself (laughs) novel and if that's what it had been great like if the whole book had been her getting reacquainted with her family and like Jamaica and like her realizing how different it was than what she remembered. And like the things that she wasn't aware of as a kid, like this book is very much like, yeah, poverty is a really terrible problem in Jamaica. And if like that had been the whole book started by this like awful relationship, then I, I still would have enjoyed it. But also, Hunter's amazing. So, yes, yeah. great. So, I'm going to fuck both of them. Yeah. Yeah. And the characters? Um, well, I would definitely marry Hunter. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that sounds great. Living on a paradise with a person who knows how to navigate that paradise um, and is an artist and also very smart and obviously loaded. Yes, absolutely. 100%. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, there's a part where somebody calls her out too. It's like, oh, it must be so hard for you with your university job. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, 100%. Uh, mm-hmm. Hunter seems amazing. Would marry Hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, and also would fuck Hawk. Like, he's a big muscly man who is also <laughs> full of money and likes to eat out a lady so yes 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 yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I do not, 
Like, oh, I'm sorry you're having business problems with your weird helicopter oil problem thing, but no, yeah, go ahead. You can eat me out. It's fine. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, good. Good on that. Um, and I'm going to, like, take pull back, and I'm now going to, because there's other options, I'm going to now kill Regina because she is not a nice person. She mm-hmm. is uh, abusive, and I fear and am sad for the person she has dedicated her time to. Yes. <laughs> like, that person's life can't be great either, and yeah. I want them to break up, and then maybe Regina just sort of disappear, because I feel like she's not a good person. She's not. She's not. <sighs> and you? Um, I had one thing, but I think you've changed my mind. Um, I originally was just going to fuck Hunter, but I think I might marry her now. There was an... Uh, so, like... My first choice for Mary was Nikki, because she mm-hmm. seems so great. But then also it's like, like her whole thing, like she just was pleasant, and that's it. Um, and that's like not enough to, you know, propel a relationship for me. So I think I'm going to marry Hunter. Um, I'm going to fuck... I'm going to fuck Stefan. Because I can't with Dustin. <laughs> I can't. These fucking rich people problems that aren't real problems. Fuck off. Especially compared to, like, a single mom trying to raise a son and, like, mourn her dead husband and, like, get her shit together in a way that she can experience happiness again. Like, his problems are not real problems compared to that. And I don't care. I don't want to give him my time. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm glad that Stephanie is happy with him. But I don't need that in my life. Um, so instead, I'm going to fuck Stefan because he seems nice. Mm-hmm. I, I assume he's good at it because um, he's written by the same author as Dustin. So I just assume that he's good at it. 100%. 100% he's yep. good at it. Um, and then I'm also going to kill Regina because, like, as as fun as it would be if you knew going into it, like, oh, I'm just going to have a bunch of crazy sex for for a month. Like, as fun as that is she's a bad person and like Lydia is also not a great person but she obviously has some like stuff she's got to work out and it seemed like Regina was just knowingly being a bad person yeah don't reward bad people with sex never never (laughs) listeners having sex with you is too precious and wonderful to give to bad people don't do it don't you're better than that. Ugh. All right. Well, Neil, is okay. it time for our very favorite game? It's time for our favorite game. Christine Guess. No, whatever. It's fine. Are you ready to guess, Christine? I am. I'm also very Claire. ready. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. For next time, we are reading Somewhere Only We Know by Maureen Gu. Okay. And... Something to Talk About by Meryl Wilsner. Is the theme, I'm guessing the theme, right? Yes. Song titles? No. (laughs) But I do love the song Somewhere Only We Know. Yeah, that's a great song. Those are are both song titles. Yeah. They are. 
That's yeah. it. <laughs> so I win by like the fault, right? Like the, <laughs> I'm the playing books, a different game. <laughs> the books have absolutely spiked the bowling ball. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> the books have absolutely nothing to do with each other. They just both have song titles for names. So no, that's not it. Um. Yeah, no, I figured that wasn't because I did get a text from you that said you'd picked the books and you were very excited. So I figure it's more than that. Um, but, well, but maybe that was it and I was just trying to trick Christine. But she got it. <laughs> but she didn't. She sat oh. through my ruse. No. <laughs> um, it's not Spies because we did it's the not spies, spies. And you love What's the Spies. They are. Both of the books are Somewhere Only We Know by Maureen Goo, I think that's how you pronounce her name, and Something to Talk About by Meryl Wilsner. It's secret love. (laughs) (laughs) Also, a song title. Secret love. Everything is a song. We only speak in song titles on the next podcast. Yep. And yeah, we've never read a single book that's had a secret love before. <laughs> right, but this could be like, it's a theme. It they, could be a theme. They are, in a way, secret loves, but it's more specific than that. Uh, okay. Sec- Do you want a hint? Yes. Christine, do you want a hint? Yes. Okay. I do want a hint. They're secret because of something specific about one person in each couple. So there's something about them that necessitates the love to be secret. Are they like political opponents or something like that? No, but that would be good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, read that, I read that book opponents in some way oh my like, god i'm could trying you, to think of like who would not know like could you imagine a romance novel about the democratic and the republican presidential candidates in an election Ooh. year but they I'm fall in love with 2016 each other and that's just the no, worst it's, it's, <laughs> oh, it's a old better world balls. it's so a, much old man balls. it's a better world where they're better people will say yeah. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> i'd read that book yeah i may make you read that book that's fair <laughs> um uh i is is it adultery no is it current day that. are they current day or are we looking for things that were taboo or forbidden in the past no they're they're they both take place concurrent or in, in modern contemporary times. times. Contemporary. Getting, that, yeah. That's the word. They yeah. are One contemporary. Of them is cats. One of them is cats. One of them is cats. <laughs> One of them is a cat with a foot fetish. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. Do I don't know either. I don't know. Like, I, I was thinking like different countries or something that, but that's not secret. That's just difficult. <laughs> I am secretly Canadian. Well, I was until I found I out. I mean, uh, lots of people don't know you're Canadian, so. Yeah. Well, I didn't know I was until. You're Canadian? Yes. <laughs> what? What? Are you. Are you serious? Yes. How did you not know you were Canadian? Because 
because my I like I was born here and grew up here, but my mom is from Canada. And if you have a birth parent who was born in Canada, then you are automatically a Canadian citizen. Wow. Yeah. So I didn't know until relatively recently when I was like, I wonder what I'd have to do to get my citizenship. Oh, I just need a piece of paper that says I already am. Yeah. <laughs> and wow. now you have a Canadian passport. And now I have a Canadian passport. Well. Not that I can okay. go anywhere, but. Right. <laughs> Especially not Canada. Especially right. not Canada. Anyway. So the theme is celebrities. Oh, oh, smart! Yeah, yeah. One one person. So one of them is uh, an actress, and the other one is a K-pop star. Oh my god! Oh I'm, my god! I'm very excited. I'm very excited. I am very into this. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, so. Good choice, Neil. Thank Yay. you. Good choice. Yeah. Thank you. Well done. Well done. Thank you. Good. Nice. Oh. And I guess that's uh. it for today. That is it for today. Yeah. So thank you, Claire. Well, thank you, Neil. Thank you, Christine. Thank, thank you, Christine. Thank you, authors. Thank you so much, authors. Thank you, thank you listeners. Listeners. Thank you, listeners. Please tell your friends, rate, review, subscribe, all that business. All the things. All the things. Um, and, and I guess... Be safe and take care of yourselves. Be safe. Take care of yourselves. Remember, you are worth not having sex with bad people. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But as long as you're having sex with somebody who's good to you and treats you well, we think you should... <gasps> Keep fucking... fucking.